As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. This one's free because it's game day. Saints play tonight against the Ravens. Thanks for Ralph joining is, us. Ralph, Ralph is dumpster diving. It is. I'm dumpster diving uh, because it's game day. We got to get the podcast to the people. Andrew, everybody should be a patron. We have record freaking numbers on this podcast. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com. Be like Diana and Aaron and John, who signed up over the weekend. They know where it's at. Become a patron. Try us for a month. You get the sweat, you get the booze bundle, you get everything. It's awesome. If you don't like us, I'll refund your money. Let's do it. Sign up so you get this podcast every day. Andrew, Saints, Ravens tonight. Saints win. They are technically not in first, but they're in the Tied with Atlanta and Tampa. I guess Tampa would be in first because they beat the Saints and the Falcons. But whatever. They could be four and five with uh, eight games to go and everything in front of them. Um, this game, I think the Ravens are one of the probably one of the best teams the Saints have played all year. Probably, in my opinion, better than Minnesota. They're going to have to play really well tonight. But you were telling us, can I, can I give the people a peek behind the curtain? Like, your sources, they're still brimming with confidence after curb stomping the Raiders. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, that's cool. Um, they, they're still highly confident, and uh, I would say they had apparently they had a great week of practice, and on the heels of kind of that that win that they had, um, they feel like they're picking up right where they left off. Another very focused, uh, solid week of practice. They like the matchup. Obviously, they've struggled with running quarterbacks in the past, but I think just offensively, they know how to attack this defense. They feel like they know how to be successful. So. Yeah, I will say, like, the Roquan Smith thing is a little weird. Uh, I mean, this will be his first game, so it's – I don't know that he's going to be fully comfortable yet, but any time you add a piece like that and you haven't seen what he looks like on tape playing with this team, like, that's a layer of uh, difficulty just in game planning. But, uh, yeah, the good news is good week of practice. Saints extremely confident. I was told that last week going into the Raiders game, so that's not, like, something I was told after the fact. Yeah. You know, cause remember, like, last week I told you this, Ralph. I was like, well, in the building, they're, like, as confident as they've ever been. And I was like, I don't know. Like, we'll see. I was not very <laughs> – obviously, we were not very confident about how this Raider game was going to go. But, uh, I mean, sure enough, they went in and, and absolutely bludgeoned the Raiders. And so, yeah, I'm getting similar vibes this week, and I hope that it translates on the field again. Yeah, and listen, the Raiders game, I actually got more excited about the Raiders game watching the Raiders yesterday. And the Raiders, they gagged up another 17-point lead. But the Raiders, like the Saints, stomped the Raiders out. So the Saints, to me, feel like a tier above those bad teams, which is good. You were making fun of me yesterday because I bet on, <laughs> I, I bet on the Falcons. Thank you, Geno Smith. Geno Smith saved me from yesterday from the gambling apocalypse. Um, but it's been a... 
I'm a little nervous about tonight, Andrew, because this sports weekend for everybody, but me especially, like Tulane won on Saturday to kick it off. LSU beats Bama. The Astros win a World Series. I need mean, the Saints. I don't know. If, I don't know if I should be super excited and confident that they're going to wrap this great sports weekend up, or it's just too much winning and they're doomed to lose. I don't know how to feel, but this weekend so far has been—it's been freaking amazing. I mean, first of all, Ralph, you—you got to ride the wave, baby. You got to ride the wave <laughs> until until you know it falls. I mean, eventually it ends, but uh, you, there's no reason why it has to end today. So. Uh, you, you stay intoxicated on those fumes, all right? That's the first <laughs> thing I'm going to tell you. The, the, the second thing is, look, you bet on the Falcons, and, and once again, in the first quarter, <laughs> it, it's 10 nothing Falcons, and my initial reaction to that is, oh, well, 10-point lead with three quarters to go? And Falcons gag that up every time. Like I was like, this is like the perfect scenario, honestly, because I know they're going to gag it. And you're like, oh, no, they're running the ball up and down. The matchup's too bad. They're curb stomping the charge. Like, no they shot, were. no shot. And, it, and then were. it was like it was like 14. Like, after you sent me that text, it was 14-10 charges like five minutes later. So, <laughs> this game. yeah, I mean, you, you, Ralph, have an uncanny ability to speak something as truth that it flips on a dime and immediately becomes the opposite of whatever you said within seconds. It is what? a gift. Lamar Jackson is going to break all NFL records tonight for passing touchdowns. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be a bloodbath. No, keep keep the, going, keep going. The funniest thing about the Falcon game yesterday, and I got what I deserved. I I I, I lost like sixty percent of my Astros World Series winning money yesterday on the Falcons. I lost it all. I got what I deserved because they had to play at the end of the game. Chargers are driving down for the winning field goal. They fumble. Atlanta picks it up and Atlanta's like escaped the bullet and they're gonna like get this game to overtime. The dude for Atlanta's rumbling down the sideline. He fumbles, Chargers get it back, throw a pass, kick the winning field goal. I got my my bet got screwed over by a kicker named Dicker. I got I got exactly what I deserved. You got what you well, like, yeah. I mean, you even had a tweet. Who's are the Chargers gonna charger or the Falcons gonna Falcons? And the answer was both. Yeah, yeah. It, it, all all in one play, which was incredible. All in one play. I, yeah, I, I believe in the Falcons, and I got what I deserved. Well, um, for you for you to watch the Falcons and Panthers just a week ago, and for PJ Walker to basically complete a hail mary, and the Falcons mm-hmm. to be saved by him taking his helmet off, and the kicker not <laughs> able to make two two gimme kicks to to end the game, like. That somehow that was that was enough for you to start believing in the Falcons. Well, the, the Chargers were missing both of their starting wide receivers. They were missing two offensive linemen, and their coach is kind of a boob. So were, 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 were they starting PJ Walker? <laughs> no, they were starting Herbert. Have, have they fired their coach? <laughs> not yet. Have they have they traded away their best player? <laughs> they have not. No, and and yet and yet that that team that. That just did all those things. Had the Falcons dead to rights and on the ropes. That's right. I will will repeat. I will repeat what you said. You got what you deserved. I got the Falcons. I don't even care if the Falcons on paper are playing a team. Like my confidence level in them finishing the job ever is zero. (laughs) I at this point I expect them to gag it away. I'm surprised when they don't. Yeah, let's talk about the NFC South, then we'll get back to the game today. Uh, the, the NFC South, eight wins. Like, Saints, 
go three and zero in the South and get me one other win, or go three and zero in the South to finish and get me two other wins, get me to eight wins. I think it's enough. Like I watched Tampa yesterday, and Tampa won, but whatever, dude. Tampa, like the Rams. That was a crime against football, the way they played. You know Tom Brady can't throw the ball downfield, and you're just giving him, like, 12 yards out at, like, at the end of the game with less than, less than 45 seconds to go. No timeouts. Like, that was it, it's, it's wild to me that Tom Brady's whole offense is three-yard throws at a time. I mean, he is just dinking and dunking. It is, it is worse than dead-arm Drew. Yeah, because at least dead, at least dead, I feel like at least dead arm Drew when him and Sean Payton were running it, they understood that that's what they had to do. Like I feel like Tampa doesn't have the personnel to do it, so it's really bad and it's really kind of disjointed. But I can't believe the Rams. Like how can you, how could you let that happen? And by the way, the Rams are cooked. They're 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 three and five. They're three games behind Seattle in the loss column. The Rams ain't winning shit this year, just so everyone knows. They're not getting to the playoffs. But do you agree with – before we get back to tonight's game, do you, do you agree with my theory? Like, eight wins, sweep the South, you can get – like, that'll get you there for the same. I think so. I think so, yeah. Um, I mean, again, it's, it, it's eight wins, but it's, it's – as always, the caveat is which, which eight wins are they? So I think the ones that you pick up matter, and – you know, beating the Raiders and, and Ravens back to back, like you know, w- wins are important and they count, but those are two AFC wins. So, mm-hmm. in terms of for tie-breaking purposes, like that's not really doing you a lot of favors. I'm not saying, I mean, obviously you don't want to lose because it's an AFC team, but I, I just think which if you're going to come down to eight wins, like that's probably tiebreaker scenario, mm-hmm. and you just want to make sure, like you said, like you got to get those three because like they've already lost to Tampa once. And they've already lost to Carolina once. And so if it comes down to kind of NFC South record, they're not in good shape right now at one and two. So they've got – and now thankfully they beat Atlanta. So I think sweeping Atlanta is going to be critical because then you have those two over them. And if you're tied with them, like then maybe the other wins don't matter as much, right? Like which ones you get. But but I think with Tampa in particular, since they're kind of in the mix too, uh, you got to make sure you split that. And then hopefully Tampa overall is – you know, four and two or worse, so well, that that doesn't gotta, come into play. You got to look at it this way too. Like, if they win tonight, they're four and five, and everybody's four and five. But if you beat Atlanta one more time and you beat Tampa one more time, not only for tie-breaking purposes, but it puts you a game ahead of them, right? Uh, yeah. So that so then you're then you're a game ahead of them, and you have you have seven games left. So basically, all you have to do is be even with them the rest of the way, and you've got it. So the NFC South, like it's it, the thing is, it's bad. And I don't see, I don't see Atlanta fixing their problems. I don't see Tampa fixing their problems. We'll see about the Saints tonight. Like if the Saints look good tonight and win, then you could start to say, well, maybe the Saints have gotten their shit together. Um, game tonight, Baltimore Andrew is sneak. I do not realize realize this. They are sneaky bad in the secondary, which is weird because they spent a ton of money and draft picks, and they have a lot of dudes that you know. But they're either injured or not playing well. Um, I want to go back to your point about the Saints. I think the Saints are going to move the ball on Baltimore tonight, like because because you can throw the ball on Baltimore. Like Baltimore's secondary, by like advanced metrics and things you want to measure, like they're bottom five against. I've them. always I've always thought Marcus Peters is one of the most overrated guys in the NFL. Like he gets a bunch of stats, like he'll gamble and make picks, but like 
he's got a little Jason David in him. Like I, I feel like he's, I mean, he's like a plus version of Jason David maybe, but like he will get burned and give up the big play. Like he will gamble. And I don't know. I feel like if you're disciplined and uh, I think, for example, you look at a guy like Olave, that's a matchup you got to love. I just, mm-hmm. I just don't think Peters can run with him at all. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I, and obviously Marcus Williams is injured. Uh, they, they've had some, they've been banged up in the secondary, so that's helped too. But yeah, I, I do think they'll be able to attack. And, you know, as always, um, Kamara and, and Taysom, like it starts with them. Nobody's been able to really stop them since they've been on this kind of run offensively. And so it'll be interesting to see if they can keep it going. Yeah. Like at some, I, at, at some point, I feel like someone's going to stuff the Saints run game. You know, it hasn't yeah. happened yet. We're like, like Taysom and, and Kamara, like it's just, they're not going to get a bunch done on the ground, and it's going to force Andy Dalton to kind of attack teams. And now that Michael Thomas isn't coming back, like it's kind of up to Olave and Jarvis Landry. Hopefully he's back this week. But, like, you know, those guys are going to have to make plays. Yeah. So final thing, and then we'll get out of here. The Baltimore offense, we talked about at the beginning. Look, Lamar Jackson is incredible. He can run. He can, he can throw. He's going to get, you know, he's probably going to get the highest quarterback deal in the history of football in the offseason from somebody, either Baltimore or whoever. Um, the interesting thing tonight, though, Andrew, no Bateman. He had Liz Frank surgery. He's out for the year, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Mark Andrews is going to try to go, but he's got that injury where it can – he tried to go last Thursday against Tampa. He got, he got hit hard, and he was out. So, like, their weapons are very fragile. They have, uh, they have that running back that used to play for the Raiders. I want to call him Drake London, but he's not. Uh, Kenyon Drake. Ken, they have Kenyon, Kenyon Drake. Drake. Kenyon Drake. And they, so, my thing is, do the Saints, if you know Baltimore is going to sh- probably struggle throwing the ball or you're really confident that you can shut down the weapons they, they're going to have, what do you do schematically to try to contain Lamar Jackson, because it's not necessarily no, it's not necessarily man coverage, because you don't want your corners turning their backs to Lamar Jackson. So, if you're the Saints, like, what do you try to do to hem in Lamar Jackson and not let him run wild? Well, I think first of all, you got to play a little bit more zone. Like you said, you want to face him, and I know the Saints are maybe a little bit uncomfortable doing that, but force him to throw into some windows uh, and, and throw with accuracy. You want to keep him in the pocket. So, like, this is not a game I think where you know, I look at, first of all, if they blitz, you got to get home. That, that's the one thing. Like, it, and, and if the ball gets out of his hand, that's fine. But what you can't do is blitz and then miss the tackle. And they've done that a couple times this year because then, mm-hmm. you know, he, he, he's going to be able to rip a 20-yard run or, or more. So that, that's the first thing is you can't miss tackles. But I think when you're rushing with four, you actually don't want to set a wide edge and give him running lanes. I think you want to actually – kind of just bull rush with four guys mm-hmm. and, and, you know, kind of keep those lanes where like he does, he's not as able to escape the pocket, mm-hmm. keep him in there, try to force him to be a pocket passer. Uh, you want to maybe consider having a linebacker as a spy. That's basically responsible for trying to account for his scrambling, uh, whether it's Werner or Davis. And uh, you know, I mean, those are the things they can do. I, I think you, you'll, you'll see the saints maybe try to do some things defensively that we don't see every week. Yeah, so it'll be it'll be interesting, and to end it, just like you say, like if the Saints, if they don't do those things that lose the game, I think this can this this is going to be a really tight, close game. It's going to be a one score game. I think it's going to be a 
lot like the Cincinnati game. And I know the Cincinnati game ended horrifically with Jamar Chase going up the sideline and they couldn't finish. But also, like, the Saints were like a third and four conversion away from freaking winning that game. Like, you know, so. as, as Yeah, you know, as I, as I, as I don't know. I, the, the one thing I will say, Ralph, is like, I just think this team is at a place where they know they can win the division. They know everything that they want is still there for the taking. They've been in every game. So I don't know that they're going to stop hemorrhaging the football. I don't know that they're going to stop. <laughs> I don't know that they're not going to have like some bad penalty that's going to affect them, but I do know they're going to compete hard. So I'm looking forward to what I think is going to be an enjoyable game and a competitive game. And I just think the crowd is going to be raucous. I, I think they're going to be behind the Saints big time. I think that's going to make a difference in terms of the energy. And it's prime time. I think they know everyone's going to be watching, and this is going to be their ability, their time to make a statement. So yeah. I'm expecting a competitive game, and, and hopefully they play hard. You know, and, and look, they've been in all these games. Every single one they've lost, single score, single score game. So I think that's what they're trying to do again here. All right, guys. So enjoy the game tonight. Join us. We will be on after the game doing a spaces and before you do that go to saintshappyhour.com sign up and become a patron support our community go saints and we will see you after the game Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.